Um, mm. And I never talked mm. to different women in the church about it because I didn't feel comfortable. And I just, um, the people that did help me in that season were people who were not in the church. And so that was another piece. And so I thought, well, dang, like, to me, that just felt backwards. And, and I remember crying um, to God just about my situation because I was like, God, I don't want to have this baby. I already knew what it was going to be. I already knew her father was not going to be in the picture. And I already knew, like, this was just going to be something that I had to do on my own. Wow. And I just remember praying and telling God, like, I don't want to do this. And um, I remember him saying, like, I got you. Like, I'm your provider. Like, think about Hagar and how, you know, that whole situation went. Like, I took care of her and that child. Like this. Like this. Watch me flip the switch like this. There she goes. We got it. Good morning. Yes. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm sorry. I was acting like an old man earlier, and I ain't know he how to add you in the car. He really was. I was like, what? Wait, what? Like, what you mean? You the... It's not highlighting. What? Like, shoot. Oh, no. Well, I'm glad you figured it out. <laughs> yeah. So how are you, how are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Glad to be alive. Nice. Cool. Cool. Nice. Cool. Dope. Okay. So before we before I this is my get... co-host Mark Augustus. I want to introduce him to you. I'm sorry. Who's this? This is my Mark Augustus. Mark Augustus. Mark Augustus. Okay. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Technically, he's the co-host. I am. I'm trying to get them together. I'm trying to get them together. I don't know what's going on with Dre this week. Like normally up until this point, Dre has been on fire and on point. I don't know. Today, I don't know. I don't know. I think he might be nervous. I don't know. Now that's my boy. That's my boy since 2011. So I'm I'm grateful. I'm grateful he's here with us. Um. So before I forget, let me do the intro real quick, and then we can get in. Cause if I don't do the intro, then I'm gonna be looking like, dang, I didn't do the intro. So. Listen, welcome to the Flip the Switch podcast. We are your hosts, Mark Augustus and DeAndre Official. We got a special, we got a special. I'm bypassing all formalities today, and I can do that because I'm the host. Amen. Uh, listen, we got a special guest today, uh, Miss Aurelia Wynn. Welcome Aurelia, to the show. Right? Did I just pr- pronounce that wrong? No, you said it right. Thank you oh, so much. Oh, okay. I was about to say, oh, Dre, that's another, that's another strike, bro. <laughs> nah, but, nah, but I, I hate getting names wrong. Like, I hate getting names wrong. Like, I'd rather just, like, pr- uh, do the, the abbreviation or something or just say your initial or something than get your name yeah. wrong. I can't, I can't stand getting names wrong. Do a lot of people get your name wrong? No, you got it right. I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, trust me, I, I don't have a problem correcting people. It's, at this point, it's just... It, it comes with it. It comes with it. That's a, that sounds like my last name. It's like literally people will see it on paper, and they still say Robinson. I'm like, yo, wait, what? Like that? You don't see that? Or if I tell them and they respond back to me and they still say, it, and it's like that's not what I said. You didn't hear me say Roberson, and they say Robertson, and it's like, wait, what? Yeah. How? So yeah, it's. It, I feel you. It's it's story of my life. Um. Okay. So listen. We have a segment in the show, and it's part of the beginning of the show. 
okay? Um, where we do a random opinion. And Dre and I, we take turns every week busting out mm-hmm. a random opinion. You were supposed to know this ahead of time, but, you know, it is what it is. Dre apologizes to everyone publicly speaking. Right. I'm going to apologize. My bad. I was supposed to send you also a, a red, well, I was supposed to tell you that you were supposed to do a random opinion this morning. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Are you able to freestyle one? Sure, a, a random opinion about anything, anything just anything. anything. Last week, I had a whole random opinion. I had a whole random opinion last week about Michael B. being one of the greatest black male actors of all time. I exaggerated and said top two because I needed some fire from Dre last week. I needed that that <laughs> fight. I needed that debate. You know, the other two weeks we were, you know, the other two, three weeks, we were kind of nice about it. So I kind of felt like we needed that oomph last week. So, you know, I'm prepared to debate. He's prepared to debate. You know, it is what it is. But, you know, we we debated on cereal. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, it can be anything. Food. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm ready for it. Okay, you got? so my random opinion is that whenever you're making vanilla, I mean, whenever you're making banana pudding, Uh-oh. you have to use, you have to use vanilla wafers. Oh. Anything else, it's not, oh. it's not going to hit the same. You have to use the traditional so. vanilla wafers. I am too. So we're gonna really have a good discussion on this one. And my 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 threshold for a measurement of it is great. Like if you get don't let me taste it if it ain't fine. Please Exactly. I will criticize it. Now I do love vanilla wafers, but I had a bowl of some that had some shortbread cookies. That was oh, oh my bro. God. It was fun. Listen. No, listen. Hold on. Listen. Up until I think it was last year, Thanksgiving. Is that when I had it? I think it was last year, Thanksgiving. Up until that point, I would have completely, utterly, 100%, 1,000% agreed with you on that. But then my mother-in-law, she made a banana pudding that didn't have the traditional, and she had, I don't know if it was shortbread cookies or if it was, it was some other kind of cookie, and that, I just, I just <laughs> like, it had me like that, I was like, yo, like, Your mother-in-law, trans. no, I'm telling you, like, that, but that, I was like, me and my sister-in-law, we were like, Woo, like this is bomb. Like I'm telling you, I always like stuck by vanilla wafers. I'm telling you. And don't get me wrong, it's a classic. Vanilla wafers is a is a classic. You can't go wrong with that unless yeah. you just don't know what you're doing. Then that's when we're gonna have we're gonna have a whole argument. You know what I'm saying? Now I will say this though. The the pudding part has to be banana pudding. Like, yes. A lot of people try to get away with that yeah. vanilla pudding, I'd be like, oh, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's vanilla. That ain't banana, man. Something we can all agree on. Thank God. <laughs> but I, I'm not saying she rogue. <laughs> I'm not saying she rogue for the the traditional classic vanilla wafers. Cause I mean, like I said, if it's made correctly, it's that thing. Whew, but I'm just saying the cookie that you just my mother. Me a little shortbread sometimes, and I'll be good with you. Right, I'm, I'm saying like. I'll take it. I'll take it. 
I gotta find out what cookie that was. So I don't know if it was shortbread or if it was something else. I don't know if I. If it was, know, I don't know. So I'm about to find that out and make sure I let y'all know because that thing was dope. So yeah. So whoever is out there listening and they talking about X N A on the banana A and I listen. Don't don't even. I don't even know if I want you to come back and listen to us because that's a whole yeah. argument. Like banana pudding is better than cake. Yeah, we, we got to have... Uh, flat out. Flat out. We got to have... Care what you say. We got to put ears on this podcast, man. Amen. Come on. <laughs> Come with us. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but for real, hey, so that, that was a great opinion right there. I that was good one. Yeah, I, I can't really... Like I said, I don't really debate that one. It's just, you know, ever since I had that one, I'm like, yo, I... I I I could go without the vanilla wafer, you know what I'm saying? But, I got, but it got to be my mother-in-law. Oh my it got to be my mother-in-law doing it, because otherwise I will. It just got to be classic yeah, vanilla wafer. So yeah. yeah, it just she she just did that, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> damn, that just gave me inspiration for another random opinion for uh, you know a couple of weeks later. I got one for <laughs> for like not next week, but the week after. So. Yeah. <laughs> or the week after and that. We usually um, do a highlight of the week also, but you are our highlight of this. Yes. Week. Uh, thank you. You and Win Publications, y'all. Thank you. I was looking at that website. I was like, what? Like it, it was no, no. But for real though, like one thing I loved about it, how detailed it was with the services. Like it wasn't like she put it all together. And then you just get packages like that. It was just like, no, for this specific thing, is this much. For this specific thing, is this much. And it was like, yo, it's like even to the detail of uh, the distinction between ebook and hardcover book. I love that. I was like, wait, so I can't just get it for one price? Which you know, on one hand, it's like, dang, like, okay, wait a minute. But but I'm saying that to say like. I think that that was good. From a business owner perspective, I think that that was a, a good idea. I was like, yo, she, psh. so. So let, let's go ahead and start yeah. there. How, how did you flip that? How did you turn that into offering the, all these different types of services and then not just being, you know, a publishing company? Like, how did it become so much more than that? Um, well, you know, I think just listening to what people need uh, and just, so I've been in business, in my own business for two years, but I did work for a publishing company um, for about a year, and um, I'm grateful for that opportunity that I had working for that other publishing company, but I didn't like the way she was doing her business, and I just felt like it could have been done better or differently, and so when it came time for me to start my own, I wanted to do things how I wanted to do it, and it, it initially didn't start out that way. It did start out as, you know, a one-size-fits-all, but then as people started asking me, like, hey, Aurelia, can you do, you know, I just need an ebook. Yeah, I could do that. Of course, I'm not going to charge them for a paperback book and these other things if that's not what they need, so I was mm. almost, like, forced to come up with just mm. different individual services based on what people need and so you are solving problems right exactly <laughs> exactly yeah and so it's been working out in my favor because even now um i'm working on a project for uh, this business coach and he just wants like a simple ebook to work as a lead a lead magnet 
So he's giving away this ebook in order to get people's emails and, you know, to hustle his business that way. And he's like, I just need an ebook. I need it to be PDF. I need it to be XYZ. Can you do that? Yes, I can do that. And I have one place for that, and this is what it is, and let's get it done. And so we're working on that this week. And so Damn. it's been working in my favor having those individual services because sometimes people just need one thing. They don't need the whole you know, the whole basket. Question. That's dope. Question. Mm-hmm. Do you ever encourage people to do both? To do an ebook plus hard copy? Um, based on listening to them, absolutely. So for example, the gentleman that I'm talking about now, he said, you know, he wants to do about three ebooks this year and the next year he wants to come out with a bigger book. And I said, Hey, that's an awesome strategy build your audience especially if you don't have a huge following build your audience with a couple of ebooks get your authority um situated let people know hey i'm an authority figure in this industry i have three ebooks out boom by the time you get to that big book a year later you'll already have that following you already have that platform people will already be used to your style of writing um, and so whenever you get ready to push out that big book, you know, it's going to be ready to go. So, so yeah, I kind of just go with what they want to do. Nice. Um, and I've, I've just learned that, I think, through um, taking classes as um, in uh, marriage and family therapy. So the whole thing behind that is um, being a counselor, you have to um, let the client be the, the the professional so let the client tell you how they want things to go and then you kind of just interject you know oh let me give you another perspective about that so that's kind of how i swing you're like oh okay you want to do an ebook well have you thought about doing a bigger book yeah well okay well hey you know that's cool let's do a couple of ebooks and then let's work our way up to a bigger book okay yeah yeah and then once you have that bigger book you can also have that bigger book be an ebook Oh, okay. They didn't think about that. Oh, well, did you know that once you have those two, you can also have an audiobook? Oh, really? Nice. It snowballs. So I can meet anybody wherever they're at and and grow. That's that's what it's about. It's about growing and, you know, getting people comfortable because sometimes people, they don't want all that. And that's okay. Hey, I'm cool with that, too. Yo, I want to ask about something you said real quick. You said something about being like an authority in that industry. What do you mean by that? I, I love yeah. that type of language. Yeah, for real. Um, so, uh, what do I mean by being an authority? Okay, so I learned I learned that language through. I was taking this class with Google. Uh, Google Analytics has a bunch of free classes. If anybody's ever, so I'm super like I tell people I'm a little bit nerdy. But I probably got to start saying that because I think it's really dope. Like, some people actually like that. Um, so I was taking these Google Analytics classes, and they were saying the thing about your website is you have to, um, if you want more people to visit your site, you have to situate yourself as an authority figure. Like, you're an expert in this field. If you want Google to get on your page, you got to show that you're an expert in that field. How do you do that? You do that by updating your page, by staying current, by staying current with the different Internet compliance laws and things like that. Um, and so, but that also applies just across the board in business. If you want people to work with you, 
Well, they're not going to just work with an amateur. So you have to set yourself up as an expert and as an authority figure in the topic that you're talking about. Um, so, for example, I know that, you know, although I've only been in business for two years, I'm definitely an authority figure when it comes to publishing books, when it comes to writing books, um, when it comes to designing websites. Um, and so, I mean, it's just, um, just building up that credibility and right. having the confidence to be able to say that and absolutely being humble about it because some people think, oh, you, you're an authority, but listen, I'm totally not trying to be cocky or anything <laughs> like that. I'm just saying this is what it is. You right. know? I do, this is what I do. With that. Yeah, no, nah, I feel you on that. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like even that approach, somebody telling me, yo, like, you want to work with me because I'm an authority in this industry? Yeah, that, that reads a bit. Like, that makes me think, like, oh, snap, you're an authority. Yeah. No, nah, it's, it's dope that she bring that up because it was, it was last year I thought about making myself more valuable. And it's mm -hmm. like the more yeah. that you know, the better you become at it. And the better you become at it, the better, the more it's like, yo, like, yeah, I know everybody else is doing this too, but ain't nobody doing it the way that I'm doing it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, and that, and when you can set yourself up like that, that can actually attract people to you and kind of like put a blockage between the people and the other people that's in business in that field. Because at the end of the day, when you're a business person, you want everybody to come to you. Mm -hmm. And obviously, that's not going to be every, everybody, but you're going to attract such a crowd that they'll say, like, yo, yeah, I, I heard, you know, of uh, so-and-so, you know, I heard of, you know, let's just say Madison, you know, she's publications, you know, and, and she does books and stuff like that, and she does the hardcovers and the ebooks, but don't nobody do it like Miss Wynn, though. Like, you're not gonna get... And that's what you want. Right, and that's exactly, that's exactly what you want. Um, mm -hmm. Tell us a, a little bit about yourself. I know we started talking about your company, but tell us uh, yeah. a little bit more about yourself. Like, who is Miss Wynn? Who are you? You know, how did you kind of come about to be, you know, the woman that you are today and things like that? Yeah, ah, that is my favorite question. Who am I? <laughs> <laughs> Most people scared of that question, so I'm glad. For real. You know, and it's so crazy. Years ago, I wouldn't have been able to tell you, and I just think that that's just growth. Yeah. And so that's why I'm like, I appreciate this question now. But first of all, I'm a child of God, like, period. And mm -hmm. I think even Oprah said that, like, I'm a child of God. And so that just lets you know right there, like, man, this world, like, I, I just made a post the other day about, like, hey, you guys, like, in between all the traumatic that's going on, let's not forget how this thing ends. Like, this thing is going to end right, by right. everybody getting on their knee mm -hmm. and, and, and saying, Jesus Christ is the Lord of all. That's so, true. like, let's right. be worthy. Right. Like, let's chill. Like, um, and earlier today I was reading, um, I would say I'm also, um, the, the words that are coming to my mind is I'm also a, re a reincarnation of the Proverbs 31 woman. Mm. Let me tell you why. Oh, yeah. that's, that's dope. She, if y'all really look at the scripture though, I feel like she was an entrepreneur. She, she was. was. Oh yeah. She was working. Like that woman was. Yeah. She was killing it. Bad at what she had going on. She woke up before anybody else did. She went to bed late 
And after everybody else went to bed, she made sure that her household was straight. You hear me? And so I feel like that's me. I'm a single mom, but I do take care of my child. I, um, I do live with my father. Our household is good. You hear me? When it's winter time, we're going to be okay because we, we're going to have everything that we need. Mm-hmm. Um, my friends will tell you, hey, I'm, I'm cool, I'm chill, I'm laid back, I like to joke, I like to have a good time. Um, I would say the same thing about the Proverbs 31 woman. I would say the people that were in her circle had nothing but positive things to say about her. Not to say that I don't have flaws, because trust me, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh-huh. And so I, I definitely recognize that. But um, And I would also say that I'm a giver. Um, earlier this year, I just heard God say, keep my hands open. Like, literally, keep your hands open like this to give but also to receive. Mm. Up until now, I had been giving, 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 and just totally losing myself. God said, no, keep your hand open. You're doing right by giving, but you also need to receive. And so I feel like that's the season that I've been in in, in 2020 is giving and receiving. And that's so-, so good because I hear most people almost seem like they want to say, stop giving so that you can receive. Right. Okay, no. But that's not you the case, though. You have to be able to do both. Right, 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 right. I think that that's pride, like, and I ain't even trying to get all deep or nothing like that, but I, I think that that's just pride, like, people got to learn how to be okay with receiving, and sometimes mm-hmm. the, 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 the people or the, the resources that we're, re- that we are receiving from, they're not, it's not always for us to give back to them, sometimes God is allowing somebody to give to you because you gave it to somebody else. So just yeah. because somebody is helping me out in this season doesn't mean that I have to repay them. It's nice to repay them. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying don't repay them. You know what I'm saying? If it's mm-hmm. on your heart to repay, you know, repay, you know. But what I'm saying, though, too, is at the same time, I think people have this ideology that, oh, if somebody gives to you, you have to give back to them. And I don't think that that's always the case because God is is, is in control of everything and God is the one that oversees everything. So at the end of the mm-hmm. day, God is the one saying, oh, go get to this person. And then because you get to them, I'll make sure that you get back what you had, maybe sometimes even plus more, but it just won't mm-hmm. be from that same person that you gave to. And that's, and that's mm-hmm. what we got to be okay with is giving to somebody and whether or not they give back to us, it's okay because at the end of the day, God is giving back to us. So I, I, I love that. Yeah, keep your hand open so yeah. you can give and receive, not just one or the other. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, so question. You brought up the 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 part about you being a single mom. And I love on your website, you you put on there, single mompreneur. I love that. I was like, yo, like, that's, that's not, you know, that was a way to kind of mesh the two together. And I, I get it, but that, that, was, that was creative. What kind of got you into making that word mompreneur like what what was the inspiration behind that word um another mom another mom had said it at first so um i have a another i guess business um called christian single mama and i met this lady in atlanta um and she reached out and she wanted to do a podcast similar to this and that was her name single mompreneur and I was like, yo, that's nice. dope. I like that. I said, that's me too. She's like, girl, that's all of us. Like, I'm going to find a hustle and get to this bag. I was like, yo, I like that. And For so real. I just kind of adopted that. Single mompreneur, it just, it's me. It breaks me down. Yes, I'm a single I'm a single mom, but I'm also an entrepreneur. I'm about my business. And and um, Christian. 
mama is, you know, I'm about the Lord's business as well. Mm. And so it just, it embodies, it's everything that I am in three words or one word if you want to put them all together. Right. Nice. Let's go. Yeah. That, let, let, me, let me go ahead and move into that right quick because I've been wanting to ask you that question. Now, wait, let me explain my excitement behind it first. When you first started posting about, like, Christian single mama, I was like, okay, this is interesting. The more I started seeing you talk about it, you did the mm-hmm. book, and I'm like, oh, no, this is a movement. Like, this is something that <laughs> is actually missing from church culture. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. tell me, like, what was the vision behind the, the Christian single mama movement? Um, Christian single mama came out of church, church for real. Like, mm-hmm. when I got pregnant, I was that church girl so it was unexpected like you know when I started showing people were like at least I, at least that's what I thought like, I thought people were staring at me and like looking at me crazy at least that's what I thought but maybe that's not how it went but I was so hurt to the point where I was like should I even have this baby like these church people Dang. the wow. looks on their faces were so judgmental to the point where I wanted to have an abortion like that's how bad it was for me in my mind and it might have just been a mental thing but then they, all, they they really could have been looking at me sideways as well i never had a conversation with the pastor i didn't feel comfortable um mm. and i never talked mm. to different women in the church about it because i didn't feel comfortable and i just um the people that did help me in that season were people who were not in the church and so that was another piece and so i thought well dang like to me, that just felt backwards, and and I remember crying um, to God just about my situation because I was like, God, I don't want to have this baby. I already knew what it was going to be. I already knew her father was not going to be in the picture, and I already knew, like, this was just going to be something that I had to do on my own. Wow. And I just remember praying and telling God, like, I don't want to do this, and um, I remember him saying, like, I got you. Like, I'm your provider. Like, think about Hagar and how you know, that whole situation went, like, I took care of her and that child, like, I'm going to take care of you and that child, um, and he said, you know, minister to those like you, and I said, what, what do you mean minister to those <laughs> like me, like, there's other women out there who feel the same way, who feel like there's not a place for them in the church, um, even today, like, the church that I go to, there isn't anything for single mothers out there, you can either join the mothers group, which is full of married women, or you can join the single group, which is full of women who don't got kids. And so our problem is the same. We do have to address those cultural issues in the church because if you're not, you're missing people. And I feel like as a single mom who loves the Lord, there's not, there's really not a whole lot of churches out there with places for me. So I said, well, let me go ahead and create my own and let's put it online and let me connect with women who have that same feeling and that want to do something about it. It's a problem, and like you said earlier, I am a problem solver. <laughs> so I've been able to connect with other women who were like, yo, I love God, and yeah, I sinned and had a baby, but I still love God, and there's still not a place, a place for me in the church. And right. so we just created one outside of the church.
situations that I've experienced right. as a single mom, like being in marriage groups. Um, there's this one experience that I had where I got switched out of um, the life group that I was in because I think this woman's husband, he was nice, but I think he's also a flirt, and his fiance was uncomfortable with the joking and the laughing kind of conversation that I was having with her husband, so they switched it. First of all, I don't want that lady's man. Like, I'm a woman. church has to stop getting mad or bothered or upset when people who have had real life experiences in a church even if it was just one local church we still got to stop getting bothered by people's stories that involve people from a local ministry doing something or not doing something that hurts other people because that just shows there's a lack of representation of Jesus on mm. the church's part, not the person who was offended and telling their story part. We got to learn how to create a space for people to be able to come in and I guess for the lack of maybe a better term, fit in. Like, there should be a space for single moms. There should be a space for single fathers. There should be a space for married couples. There should be a space for people who are dating or who want to date. There should be a space for literally everything. And I feel like the church as a whole, not every particular church, but just as a whole, overall, we are out of touch with reality. 
and that's bad because we should be the most in touch with reality. How how do we have? Ah oh man, this is about to be so bad. But how do we have so much discernment, but we can't discern the reality of what people have going on? Like that's yeah. uh, so. Anyways, I ain't trying to get all deep into that because that's that's a whole nother that's a whole nother episode, right? Yeah. But, but I mean, to what you said, I think it's dope for us to like create new spaces. Like, right. for example, I some of the stuff that I do at the church. Now that I, part of me does feel like, oh, this should be here. But there's another part of me that's like, look at the great opportunity that God gave me to create something that's brand new that nobody else thought about. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think that's what God does is that He just raises up certain people to have brand new ideas or take old ideas and make them brand new do something that nobody even ever thought about so you in a great you got a great opportunity from god you know what i mean to do something great and i'm glad yeah. that you didn't let like no bitterness behind the church not already having that provided for you man because for real. that's what happens if you have bitterness behind it then you won't create you know what i'm saying yeah. you took it and you still created you was like nah we need this space and i'm gonna make it so i, I mm-hmm. you're an inspiration to me because i was raised by a single mother you know what i mean so I'm with you on everything that you're doing, man. Yeah, and that's, and that's another thing, because if you look at a lot of the pastors in churches, in black churches, they were raised by single mothers. Raised by single mothers. And we didn't think about our own mothers. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right. That part, like, we didn't think about our own mothers. Like, that's, that's why. That's why. And so, that's my, that's my piece. But, like, I'm definitely not bitter about it, because I, I get it. this one because this weekend is Mother's Day right so this whole weekend is about our mothers celebrating mothers whether you're a single mother uh, a mother that's married a mother that you know whatever like whatever type of mother you are single mompreneurs you know what I mean so this weekend is about (laughs) mothers so I want to ask this question though because we've had a lot of births over I want to say like the past five six years and so you got a lot of moms that's out there now dealing with toddlers and things like that. Um, but I want to get into this part because I think that this part of of motherhood is so very common. But because there's not a lot of talk about it and a lot of space 
it seems like for mothers to really have those conversations, especially publicly, it's it seems like it's very hard and difficult to really deal with. So I want to ask this, and if you've dealt with it, that I don't want to say great, but just I'm, I'm looking at it from the perspective of this could actually help some women. But did you ever mm-hmm. have to deal with postpartum depression? And if you did, yeah. like, you know, what was that like for you? How how bad did it get, you know? Um, yeah, I did. Um, I would say within the first year, um, dealt with it heavy, even with having my mom there. I want to say I had a small support mm. system. My mom and my sister and my stepdad, that was my support system. And my dad, and my dad. He, was, he helped out as well. But, um... Even with that, I think dealing with my own mental health as far as guilt and shame and not mm. wanting to ask for help, because people would always ask me, like, how can I help you? I don't know. I didn't know what to say. Like, I don't know. Can you, you know what I mean? And yeah. I would just say, like, just if you know somebody in that situation who just had a child, don't ask how you can help. If you know them like that and you have a relationship with them, come over to their house. Clean up after them. I didn't want nobody coming mm. over to my house because my house was a mess. I didn't want nobody coming to my house because I couldn't deal with a crying baby. And so mm. I would get so frustrated with my child and I would just like put her in one room and walk away and just let her cry while I go cry in the corner about everything. Mm. While I go talk to God about everything that I was struggling with because I didn't feel like I could talk to anybody about it. And at the same time, another thing that that kept me um, from asking out, reaching out for help, I would say was fear of being judged. Because not only are you a single mother, first of all, you had no business having that baby on your own without being married. That was what I was thinking. And then I was Mm -hmm. thinking, you know, here my child is, she doesn't really, she didn't really, there would be times where I felt like she didn't have everything that she needed. A lot of the things that in the beginning when we started was donated. And so that just, all these different things piled up in my mind led to that depression and it made it hard to care for this child. And then on top of that, the first word that my daughter said was dada. And that mm. tore me apart because Ooh. I thought, this Where is he? <laughs> right. Before you say mama. And so that made me angry at her. And she she didn't know. I remember I was out having coffee with a girlfriend. And here my daughter was talking about some dad that. And it broke me down in front of my friend. And she just, my friend was like looking at me sideways. And she was like, Aurelia, she's a baby. She doesn't know what she's saying. And I just had to tell her, like, I'm not all right. Like, in that, and that was the moment where she was like, okay, but what do we need to do to get you to where you're better? Because you're coming unglued over your child saying data and she does, she has no clue about what's going on. You know what I mean? And so it just got to that point where my friend had to almost take control of the situation and help me. And so I'm so grateful I had that person in my life who knew about mental health illnesses who said, Aurelia, what, you have symptoms of postpartum depression and let's get you some help. Like, we didn't, I didn't have professional help. I thank God for her being in my life and she's now my child's godmom. Like, I know wow. if anything was to happen to me, I'm, like, my child's good. Like, she's in good hands. Um, but 
I had to have that person to say, hey, really, you're not good. And I had to break down that wall because in mental health illness, you build up that wall. You are, you feel ashamed. You feel guilty. These things, these little things that you think wouldn't bother a healthy person, they bother you when you're in that mental health. And um, just looking back on it, um, you know, I'm grateful because I want to say grace and mercy has covered my child mm -hmm. because, man, there's some things I ain't even going to talk about. Like, God <laughs> really kept his promise. You know what I'm saying? Like, and God is so faithful to do that. Like, the only man, the only person in my life that I know that has 100% kept their word, like, kept me and my child covered when I couldn't take care of her. I'm sure God had angels, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Watching over her um, while I was in my room crying. I know that God had her covered. Um, and so um, just to any woman who might be going through that, don't be ashamed. Please get help. Please get help. Even if you're a Christian woman, yes, God is watching over you and that baby, but you you have to get better. Because that's not the it, it could it could get worse. I'm so glad my friend stepped in because you hear about stories of women who have postpartum depression and they end up taking their own life. Yeah. They take their child's right. life. Child's or, life yeah. You know, I lived in Florida at the time where there was a story about this woman who um, packed up her and her six kids and drove her her van into the beach, drove her van into the ocean. Like oh, it shit. really could have got that bad for me, but thank God it didn't. You know what I'm saying? And her situation was similar. Single mom. She had five kids that she was taking care of on her own. Probably felt guilty. Probably didn't feel like she could reach out to anybody. And so instead of putting that burden on anybody, she just wanted to end it all. And that was another thing that I struggled with. Well, I don't want to be a burden to anybody. You know, I don't want to tell anybody about my problems. And the fact of the matter is, is you're not. But when there's no place for you in the church, when you feel like, you know, you're already dealing with guilt and shame. When you're dealing with these different things, it, it makes it hard to it makes it hard to speak up. That's crazy. You talk about like um, uh, I never thought about like all the different thoughts that the mom can have mm -hmm. about herself, like the negative thoughts she can have about herself during yeah. that first that postpartum depression. Another thing you mentioned about like the not wanting to be a burden on somebody. Like, still, to, sometimes when me and my wife are looking for babysitting, she's like, I don't want to be a burden. I'm like, girl, we, yeah. we got to go yeah. somewhere. That's you my know wife. Yeah. <laughs> so I get it. You know what I mean? I get that that goes through the head. Like, I don't want to place my, my child on other people. You know, so mm -hmm. that's crazy. That's crazy that you went through that. Yeah. So so another and thank you for sharing that because some people they're not willing to share that and i get it that's very sensitive information so mm -hmm. i'm not knocking anybody if they say oh i don't want to share that you know what i'm saying because that's very sensitive i mean that's personal you don't have to share that so but i appreciate yeah. you for sharing that because i really believe there's some single mom or not single mom they could they could be married they could have they could be raising a baby together with the with the father but either way mm -hmm. postpartum has no respect of of mothers you know what I mean? So it doesn't matter which status you, you're in or, or have. 
Like, if you're dealing with postpartum, you're dealing with postpartum. So I appreciate you for sharing that because now our listening audience, especially for mothers, they can take that, especially if they're dealing with it now or they have dealt with it or they're still, you know, they're going to deal with it. They can kind of take in what you're saying and kind of remember, like, you know, if nothing else, go get help. Reach out to people. Don't be ashamed of that because it's, it's yeah. common. It's actually more common than what than what people realize. It's actually yeah. a pretty common thing. So, um. So another question, and then we're we're dang, I don't know how much time. I don't even care no more. Uh, <laughs> but what I'm, hey, I got time. I came to talk. No, but no, like legitimately, bro. I was just I was listening to the Ask a podcast uh, yesterday, uh-huh. and something that I looked at and I paid attention to. I was like, yo, that's I need to stop doing that. I'm I'm always trying to put a limit on on some things. And not allowing things to just be what it is. On that mm-hmm. Ask a Podcast, you got a podcast episode that's 51 minutes. Then you got another one that's like an hour and 15. You got another one that's an mm-hmm. hour. You got another, It's just different time frames. And, there's, and that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. I have to re- remember that that's okay. So I'm like, you know what? I'm taking the limits off now. So if it lasts for an hour and a half, you know what I'm saying? Like, it lasts for an hour and a half. Like, it is what it is. Um, so question, what is it like being a mother and owning your own business? Cause I'm pretty sure that that's not exactly an easy thing yeah. to do. So, you know, what is that like? How, how, and how do you kind of balance that or, or maybe not necessarily balance it, but how do you just kind of f- figure it out? So to speak. Um, well, lately I've been including my child, like she's five mm. um, and she sees her mom like one of the things that I've made sure to do is to physically include her. So I will go to events and we'll have my child boop, right up next to me. Like, uh-huh. my thing is, is I want her to see this growth. Like, baby, you gonna shoot. You gonna see your mama rise from nothing to something. Like yeah. you're gonna see how God has been good to me and how he's gonna be good to you through me. You know, and so I've always included my daughter in everything that I do. And so now she's like you know, a couple of, no, not even a couple of weeks ago, the first time she asked me to publish a book, she was four years old, and she seen me, like, kind of Wait, the first time she did what? Yeah, wait. Asked me, <laughs> yeah. Wait, she ago, wants to write a book? She could publish a book. She asked you to publish a book. Oh, sure. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. She's like, Mom, I'm next. And I was like,
laptop next to me on these episodes. I could look that up right yeah. now. I'm so about to be a dad for you. That. And so my <laughs> mindset was, I need to include her in this, you know, because she is, she's an extension of me. I, yeah. you know, formed her in my, you know, God formed her in my womb. And mm. so just keeping um, that in mind, I try to include her in that. Um, but also, um, just when it comes time to work, like, she understands we have a conversation. Kids really are smarter than what, you know, I feel like a lot of times we try to baby them and protect them and things like that. Absolutely, but you need to do that. But I also keep it real um, with my child to a point to where she can understand. So I'm like, okay, Gia, whenever you see uh, moms, um, I have a little, it's like a little sign that I got from the Dollar Tree and it says, um, write your story. I said, okay, whenever you see this up, that means mommy needs to focus. Mommy has some things to do. If you need something, you say, excuse me, I need, you know, X, Y, Z. Okay, bing, bing, boom, we'll get it. And then I go back to what I'm doing. And we just kind of have that understanding. And she knows that when I'm done with my work, then I'm all about her. I give her her time. Mm. So she loves to draw. So we've been doing a lot of drawing lately. She loves to play cards. I've been whooping her butt at cards. But there's a lesson with it, you know? Sometimes sometimes she'll win. Sometimes she'll win. I'm not going to, you know, discount that. But, you know, teaching her how to win and how to lose and just trying to make the best out of what we have going on and just telling her, hey, you know, because sometimes she will, and I know we haven't talked about this yet, but sometimes she will ask about her dad. And if, yeah. hey, he has his own family. Like, you know, some people... You know, that's just what they do, and it's not a big deal. You know, as long as I don't make it a big deal, it's not a big deal to her. And it's, okay, cool, you know, and we go on about our business. I love how you said that because I think just last week on our uh, on the podcast, I was giving my testimony about, like, being raised by a single mother and the relationship I had with my dad. And I was saying that one of the great things that happened I think what made it easier for me to forgive my dad in the long run was that my mom did not bash my dad in front of me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so say like some stuff like, ah, oh, there was his black, you know what I'm saying? Call him again. Like, uh, he ain't do this again. Like, if it was like one thing in the moment, but it was never <laughs> like hate your dad. You know what I'm saying? Or remember he ain't nothing and nothing like that. Every yeah. time he was something going on with him, she always did you check on him? You know what I'm saying? Did 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 you call him when I had the chance to when I was older? So yeah, <laughs> I I I. I Man, praise God for mothers like you, you know what yeah. I'm saying, that's mm-hmm. not going to bash the dad in front of the child. Yeah. That doesn't help. You know what I mean? That don't help the child. It doesn't all. help. It doesn't help with their their mentality, mm-hmm. you know? And, mm-hmm. I, and I thank God just for my training in um, marriage and family therapy. So I learned about a lot of the things that I'm doing with my child, and I learned about just that mental, the mental part of, everything like there's always i feel like there's always three parts there's the mental the physical and the spiritual aspect to everything that you do absolutely and that's just my belief and so i think about that um back to your original question like how do you balance it out is i i think about that like okay i'm gonna do this but i know that i have to have time for my child too and i know that i need to have time for myself and 
you know, to balance things, I feel like I try not to let one one thing outweigh the other. Like if I start, you know, focusing too much on this, if I'm focusing too much on my business, my child is going to waste. So I can't, you know what I mean? And I, I make sure that the people that I'm working with understand that, like, hey, I'm not just working with you. I am a single mom. I do have these different things going on. If you're okay and you can be patient with me, hey, we can get down and we can work on some things and it's going to be great because I don't, you know, I'm not, I don't want to put my name on nothing that's not going to be great. Right. And mm-hmm. as long as we can have that understanding, it's cool. Um, but, you know, and hey, if not, that's cool too. But I always tell people like, but, you know, don't go and ask, you know, Madison to help you with the <laughs> Right. <laughs> I got a question. So you brought up that you'd be whooping your daughter in card games. I got to know something. I got to know this. You said that she sometimes she wins. So you don't give that a um, you don't give that a uh, you don't take away from that. You don't take credit mm-hmm. away. What did Dre do? Dre. Man. He must have got a call. Hold on, let me. Oh, there you go. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> oh, man, you tripping. <laughs> so, look. So, I need to know, though, because, you know, some some people, they like, oh, you got to let the child win sometimes. You got to let the baby win sometimes. <laughs> so, I'm trying to find out. Do you, do you, with the times when she wins, do you allow her to win, or is it that she actually wins based off of what she learned and she applied it and she 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 wins? She actually wins. Okay, she so you one of those wins. parents that believe in? Look, you just gonna have to learn how to win. <laughs> and you're gonna learn. How I'm to saying. Win. My whole thing is, <laughs> you have to learn how to win and you have to learn how to lose, cause you're not gonna win all the time. Right. That's not life at I all. See. Period. And if you're, you know, I get why people. No, let the baby win. You want to hurt the feelings? What? You gotta hurt the feelings because the world don't care about her. Right. You hear me? And, you know, the people next door don't care about hurting your feelings. Like, mm-hmm. And so it's just building up um, a child who will grow up to hopefully be an adult that can take wins and that can take losses. Right. You know, because that's just what they've been doing their whole life. And the game that we play is Uno. So it's All simple. snap. You know what I'm saying? It's simple. She She's learning her numbers and she's learning her colors. And she's learning how to win, and she's learning how to lose. And we're having a good time. And a lot of times over cards, I get to talk to her about things, you know. Mm -hmm. I'll ask her, hey, how was your day? What did you do today? And it's real simple. And I I get to have a relationship with my child like that. I get to learn about her. She's brilliant. Not even just, you know, from her watching me, but she's her own person. She's so like she's so cool. She loves drawing. Yeah. She like likes to watch the different like YouTube videos 
and um, this one time she watched How to Draw. Um, it's real popular with like young kids, girls. Um, she learned how to draw an LOL doll. And just from that video, she yeah. sat there and drew one. And I asked her, I said, oh, who drew that? She said, I did. And shut up, that was just my little doll. <laughs> and I was like, if I had not taken that time, though, to play cards with her, she probably would have wouldn't have had the opportunity to show me her drawing. Or, right. You know, so I really Dang. take those. I meet her at her level. You know, playing. She loves to play. Mom, can you can you play with me? Yeah, give me a minute. If I'm doing something, yeah, give me a minute. And then when it comes time to play, that's when I get to know my child is through play and mm. through winning and losing together because that's when we can have chill conversations and I can teach. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But to her, it's play. Yeah, two things that you said I want to talk about real quick. One is, it's crazy how we talk about, like, the let the baby win. But, like, if that was a real philosophy that we taught people, let the baby win. Imagine them growing up with that mindset. You know what I'm saying? Let yeah. me win. I'm, 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 I'm the baby in this Oh, they situation. teach that now. Yeah. We tell people, we tell adults to do that, but if they grew up with that mentality, you wouldn't want that. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, let the baby win. Um, but, and another thing that you said is that that learning through play, yeah. I, um, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine who deals with kids that have, like, the the big window of autism, the what they call mm -hmm. the spectrum, the spectrum, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, and my daughter was dealing with, like, some speech issues, and I was wondering, like, is she on the spectrum? Like, what do I need to watch out for? Mm -hmm. And she just told me, she was like, you know what, what's important to you right now as a father is that you just figure out how to communicate with your daughter. If you can mm -hmm. talk to her, don't worry about the spectrum. Like, don't worry about if she's on or off or whatever like mm -hmm. that. And I, what I really figured out is through play, Ah, that's the best time to have any kind of conversation. It's the best time to teach anything. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I don't care about any other medical diagnosis. When we play, we talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, having full-on discussions and everything. So I'm, I'm glad that you said that because I think there's some parents out here that feel like they don't have time to play with their kids. You know what I mean? There are days where I feel like, dang, I ain't, I ain't been playing with my daughter. I mean, I ain't been talking to my daughter. It's because you ain't been playing with her. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You ain't took out the time to actually play. Yeah, so I, I'm with you on that. You got to play with your kids. <laughs> you mm -hmm. got to. Nah, I agree with yeah. that. My wife, she has to sometimes remind me to, to 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 play with my boys, especially since like they're a little, you know, they're getting you know older and older as the years you know go by. My oldest is getting ready to turn four. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so he can he can actually like understand a lot of stuff pretty good. And if he doesn't understand it, you'll see him literally like trying to think. Okay, wait, what? Like I'm trying to figure this out. Like you, you can see him actually taking in what you said. And if it doesn't mm -hmm. completely register, it's like it's like in his mind he's picking at like, okay, wait, what does this mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, okay, this what, is kind of weird. That's but dope. Don't you just love to see kids ponder about things? Yeah, like, man. I'm <laughs> trying to figure something out. It's like, oh, this is awesome. It's the most amazing thing to me, bro. Like when you see your child actually stand there, take in what you say, and if they don't know what it is, they stand like, okay, wait, what? It's where? <laughs> okay, um, where is this at? Hmm. Okay. And they can't really have this conversation externally. So they're having the whole entire conversation internally. But it's like so, so it's such an amazing view to see mm -hmm. basically yourself grow up. 
Yeah. That's really what you're seeing. <laughs> you're either seeing yourself. Well, you always you're always gonna see yourself in some way, shape, or form in your child. But like I would say, for instance, like my oldest is a lot more like me than his mom. But then my my youngest son, because I got three kids, so my youngest mm-hmm. son, both of my boys are the oldest, and then my daughter, she's the the absolute youngest. So my oldest son, he's a lot more like me, it seems like, and I just be looking at, I literally feel like I look at myself when I look at him, like, completely, yeah, I'm just like, yo, like, how is this even possible, right, but God is just that dope, <laughs> and then my youngest son, he's more like, you know, just, it seems like he's a lot more like his mom than he is more like me, so I feel like I'm looking at my wife grew up in boy form <laughs> and then but I still feel like there's part of him I mean there, there there's a there's parts of me that I see in my youngest son and it's like dang like okay man so it's just it's 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 so like God is so creative like to the point where you can literally see yourself grow back up and it's like my mm-hmm. mom should tell me like you was doing that it's like, wait, what? Yeah. So, and then, you know, I was like, no, that, no, I wasn't doing that. No, that wasn't me. Or I don't remember yeah. that. Whatever, you know. But it's it's just so creative and dope, man. So, um, yeah, that, that was that was, that was was dope. So, you don't let your daughter win. You actually, she actually worked for it. That's dope. So, for all those yeah. parents out there that feel like, oh, you're going to hurt the baby's feelings or you got to let one sometimes, listen, they got to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> So let me, and I also love, I've been to make you piggyback on that. I love that you're making your daughter a part of your business growth, too. Yeah. So, question of, about that. I'm glad you brought that back up because I kind of, I had that question. I forgot about it. But how how did you kind of figure out how to include her? Like, how? first of all, how old is she? She's five. Wow. Okay, so she's five. How, mm-hmm. like, how did you figure out how to include her in your business? Like, you know what I mean? Even, in, even as far as, the the physical part of attending events and stuff like that like how did you figure out like okay like i gotta figure out how to include her and this is how i'm gonna do it and they just got to be okay with it like how did you do that uh really i didn't think i had any other option mm, <laughs> like mm, i just that's... thought that was what you do like i feel like if you're a single mom and you have a business like you have no choice but to include your child because what are they going to do, you know? Right, and so right. I just felt like that was just the norm, but it's not, it's, it's, it's not. And so I think, you know, somebody said it the other day, like I was watching this thing on YouTube and she goes, um, sometimes the issue, which might not even be an issue, I don't know, I still haven't come to a conclusion on that, is you're you're so dope that you don't even know it. Like you're so cool, like you mm-hmm. just, you're so cool being you that you don't know anything else. Like, and and I was just like, okay, I felt like that was me. Like, and a lot of people have been telling me, like, I don't, I guess it's one of those things that you're so used to your reflection. Like, you don't know how good you look because you're just so used to that until Mm. somebody tells you about yourself. And so until, until people started telling me, I think it wasn't, it wasn't January. I had, um, her name is Gia. My daughter had Gia with me. We were at a women's conference and I had a table set up and Gia, um, we had on like matching fur coats and she had laid her fur coat down on the table and like had took a nap. And this lady came over and she goes, first of all, she goes, y'all look good. Like, you know, she pointed out our fur coats and then the next thing that she said was, 
She goes, I see you. She goes, I see what you're doing. She goes, I'm glad that you have your daughter with you because she will always remember these moments like this. Yeah. Watching her mom hustle, watching her mom provide and take care of her. Like, she goes, I see what you're doing. And she goes, I want you to know that God is pleased. Like, this woman just started uplifting me, you nice. guys. And I just wanted to cry while this lady was talking because I didn't know. You know, and I'm not the, that type of person that, like, needs to be recognized or acknowledged. Like, I'm totally the person that, like, I want to be on the scene. Like, hey, you know, I want to have a good time. I want to hang out. Mm. But I don't want the attention. Like, I want to be, like, behind the scenes kind of thing. <laughs> and it was only until I started to uh, really get active with my business that I've been pushed to the to the forefront. And I'm just like, you know, I, I, talk, I tell people, I yell at God. Like, me and God really be like, Okay, God, what's up? Like, you sure? Like, come on, man. Like, I'm glad I don't you know. I'm glad I don't know. And he's like, no, I'll put you right. You, you know what I'm saying? And like, I really be going back and forth with that man. Like, hang up. Like, that's not what. And he'd be like, nope, get out there. Get out there. And it's okay. <laughs> All right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's just kind of the conversation that I have with God. And, and so, um, yeah, I don't know. I just felt like it was a norm. And I'm, I'm seeing like it's not, and so I can't even tell you. Like I just thought I have a child; she has to come with me. Might as well include her. And I just thought that's what people did. Yeah, I feel that. And you said it's coming from somebody who was raised by a single mom. Like when you see your mom really hustle for you, and you realize like all that she went through. Or of course, when you're really young, you don't get it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. As you get older, you start recognizing like the hard work that she put in. I'm telling you, a child that grows up when realizing that, they want to get a mom the world. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you want to you pay your mom back for the rest of your life, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm telling you that that's what you're instilling inside of your child right now. So when mm -hmm. you get, oh, you're going to be straight. G is going to be like, oh, oh we're going to be good. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I got mom. I know what she did for me. You know? For real. So, yeah, that's dope, man. That's dope right there. Mm -hmm. um, I think I have one more question. Uh, maybe I did answer. Oh, what? Tell me. Uh, go ahead and like fully plug your publishing company. Like, tell us all the services. Well, wait, wait. Them. Hold on, hold on. Now. Oh, oh, I wanna get. But, yeah, before we get to that part, cause you ended the show now. I got one more question before we end the show. I got the the question that starts the beginning of the end of the show. What? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we be having fun on this podcast, okay? Um, so listen, before we get into that, right? Right before we get into that, I just got this one last question. Um, and this is for all the single moms, all the single mompreneurs, all the mothers even. But especially, I think especially for this episode, I think it's a little bit more catered to the single moms. And that's that's cool. We're going to get to the married moms next week. So what encouragement can you give to the single moms and the single mompreneurs, because I feel like there's two different types mm -hmm. of single moms, where the ones that don't necessarily have their own business, they're not trying to get into their own business, they just want to work and, you know, and do for their kids, and that's perfectly fine. Not every mom, not, you know, is a mm -hmm. mompreneur, but mm -hmm. then you have your single mompreneurs, so w what encouragement can you give to, to both of those? I would say, ooh, that's so good because I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the encouragement. I'm gonna tell you why this question is so good. Okay, let's see what encouragement. And I think this this is so important. So I I, I want to make sure that I I say this right. Um, I would say, be encouraged 
God sees you. Like mm. you're you're not alone. And I feel like people hear that and say that often, but really like take that to heart. Be encouraged. God sees you. Even when you might be alone in your room and you're crying and you're praying for that next meal, that next check, that next opportunity, that next step, be encouraged. God sees you. He's already gone before you. That next thing that you need, it's already handled. Um, be encouraged. Um, God is with you. He's there. Um, you will have everything that you need. If there is anybody that you can lean on, it is God. Um, because, like I said, just through my own experiences, He's kept every promise. Um, I would say be encouraged, read your Bible, and find out what those promises are so that you know how to lean, you know what I'm saying, so that you know how to operate. You know, be encouraged. God is um, your place of rest. Rest, mama. If you you can't think straight, you can't make a decision, it's probably because you have not rested. Rest. Take time to close your eyes. That thing that you're working on day and night, it it will be okay. Um, one of the things that I do often is I make sure every week that I have one day where I do nothing. I ain't doing nothing. One day a week. <laughs> I'm like, I might Netflix and chill. Me and my daughter might sit up here and pay her I ain't do I ain't do nothing. I, I do the even, same I thing. I don't even answer my phone that day because that's my day of rest. And it doesn't always mm-hmm. have to be Sunday. Heck, it might be today. Shoot, we might get off the phone. Because <laughs> I still haven't had it yet, but who knows? You know what I'm saying? But be encouraged to rest, baby girl. God has got you, really. When you have a cool relationship with God, understand you have everything that you need, and that that's it. Um, and I say that this is such a dope question. Um, one second, let's see. Look at Jesus awake. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> she made she made the episode. <laughs> What's up, Gia? Oh, now she wanna be shy. <laughs> <laughs> she she one of them kids. And she one of them kids that be in the camera at home though, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now, Gia, you a daughterpreneur. Yeah. <laughs> um but this is so this is so cool because I have a book coming out um, in the fall and it's called Be Encouraged, Oh My Soul. Nice. And I've written it for single mamas. Um, and in there I just share some of those Be Encouraged that I just talked about um, because that's what we need. We need those encouragements. We need that affirmation. We need that love that we did not get from the man who we expected to have a family with. And so that hurt. That runs deep, and so that encouragement, those affirmations, those um, acts of services, we need that. And be encouraged, Mama, that you have the voice to ask for everything that you need. Do not be ashamed. Do not feel guilty for it. Speak up and let let God handle it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's good. Nice. I want to read that just because it sounds good. You know, it's encouragement. <laughs> Shoot. So listen. Hey, there you go. Even if you're not a single mama, still get it because I'm sure you will be blessed. I'm oh, so yeah. Absolutely. Blessed. I believe yeah. that. So listen, plug in your publication, pub in, pub, plug in your your Instagram, your social media and all that. Yeah. Like, what, what's up? What's up? Where can people connect with you and contact you, follow you at? And yeah, also with so, that, I want to hear uh, all the services, plus I want to hear oh. what audience you look out for. 
What audience I look out for? Okay. Mm -hmm. Look at this little What group of people the publication caters to? Because it looks like you're kind of looking for a certain group of people to help out. Yeah. Um. So about my public, well, let me give you my handle first. Instagram. Follow my personal page at Miss Win M I S S W I N N underscore. Um. And there's some. I'm gonna be turning 30 May 29th. Nice. So I've been sharing like okay. throwback. You know what I'm saying? Some. I've been sharing some throwback um pictures and just stories from my 20s. And um, I'm I'm just gonna share a little bit about that um just because. I feel like turning 30, it's a milestone for me. Um, I want to say I'm really taking it. My friends think I'm, I'm silly, but, like, I'm really not trying to be silly. Like, I'm really serious. Like, I told my friends, I said, come May 29th. I said, your girl is going to be in all black, and we're going to say a prayer, a goodbye to my 20s, and we're going to lay it to rest. And that's all that's <laughs> Ain't mad at it. It's that's in my so. all black. You might find me at the cemetery. I don't know. So I said, we are really putting to rest our 20s because a new me is being born. And and I wholeheartedly believe that God makes all things new. And I just feel like we're being intentional about it going into my 30s. We're putting to rest all the silly things that I did when I was 20. Um, and, you know, and so um, follow my personal page. I, I share more about that on there. Um, and then follow my, my publication page, Win Publications, W-I-N-N, and then Publications with an S. Um, follow that on there. Um, I'm in the middle of a branding change. And so um, on Win Publications, I did offer those individual services that we were talking about earlier. I offered them on there, but I switched those services and I have put them on my individual page. So my individual page is going to be more so about focusing on those that want to self-publish their book, that don't want to go through a traditional publisher, um, because I'm getting to the point where I don't want to do those fast turnarounds. So yeah. what I've noticed, the difference between someone who wants a publishing deal and someone who wants to self-publish is that patience and the time. So someone who wants to self-publish, it's more so because they don't want to wait. Um, they don't want to wait six months to build a platform and, you know, build themselves up and things like that. Um, someone who wants to self-publish is normally someone who's an entrepreneur or a business person, and they just want to have this come out to solidify that authority and things like that. And that's cool. Do that. I can do that. I can meet you where you are. But let's say if you want a whole publishing deal, let's say if you want someone to go that extra step, it takes time. Um, and that's that's one publication. If you're looking for a publishing deal, if you're looking for someone to up, take those costs up front because it's expensive to write a book, it takes a lot of time to write and publish and promote it the way that um, traditional publishers do it. And so I offer that. So when publications is more so about those who are – looking for the publishing deal. And on Win Publications, I give people a lot of tips and tricks to set you up for that. And so it's for people that are interested in knowing, like, okay, what do publishers look for? Okay, if I am interested in self-publishing, I want to make sure that my stuff looks professional. So what does that mean? You know, does my cover look right? You know, do I have enough pages to actually make sure that there's a spine on my book? Because believe it or not, if you ever go to, like, Barnes & Noble and you really look at the books, and that's why I say I feel like it's kind of nerdy because I would spend days. <laughs> I would spend days <laughs> and look for research and stuff. 
and actually looking at books like oh okay they have spines on it okay well how do they, how come they have a spine and how come this one doesn't oh so the page count matters oh okay not only does the page count matter but the way that you lay out the book matters the way that you oh, design shit. it the way that the font is the way that the space is between the font like those details i didn't even know that yeah i didn't to either. me i say like for creatives and i say you know as a creative i feel like and this might be biased, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. As a creative, I feel like I'm the closest person to God. Like, we create, you know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, we got to pay, pay attention to these little details. Like, you don't want to create something and it look a hot mess because you don't want to add those fine details right. to what he's creating. That's the first thing we know about him. He creates. And, you know, I'm... Day one, what what happened? God created. Right. That's the first thing it says when you open the Bible. You know what I'm saying? And so I feel like, yeah, you know, God loves me a little bit. Extra, I create too, you know? And as a mom, I, I created a whole life. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, right. You know? And so anyway, but um, check me out. Check me out. You know, I share a lot of tips and tricks um, at Win Publications. And then I do have another side business because I love to design Designing is my forte. I love to design websites. I also design mugs. So that store is called Mug oh. Jeans Stationery. And That's so what that's R E E Jeans G. I mean J E A N Stationery. Um, and check that out on there. I design mugs and notebooks, and that's just my release. Whenever I get tired of looking at people's books or I get tired of offering advice and stuff, I go and I create, and that's my release. And so I happen to turn it into a business. And so check it out on there as well. I know. Yeah. I do have a question, but I'm going to save it for later because I don't want to put it on the spot and then, you know, people be like, ah, oh, man. So I'll I'll, I'll I'll let the letdown be a letdown in private versus publicly so that way nobody get their hopes up either. But yeah, I do have a question. Okay. I'm going to ask it right after we end this episode. So with that said, mm -hmm. uh, real quick announcement. We Flip the Switch is the official handle for this podcast now on Instagram. So we finally have our own Instagram. You don't not you don't have to go to Mark Augustus ENT on Instagram no more. You don't have to go to DeAndre Official on Instagram no more or on Facebook. You can go straight to We Flip the Switch. W-E-F-L-I-P-T-H-E. S W I T C H. We flip the switch on Instagram. Check us out. Leave your comments. DM us any questions. DM us random opinions so we can respond, connect, uh, have fun. You know what I'm saying? That this is not just our podcast. This is y'all podcast, as we always say every week. With that being said, it was great having you on the show. I love this freaking episode. And yes, I did say a freaking episode. Yeah, it's my it's my favorite episode so far. This is number five. And, you know, we had a guest on early, but that is dope. I feel like we are actually doing something with that. Uh, we actually just got a follow from somebody that I didn't even start following today during this episode. So I feel like that's dope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so... With that being said, thank you for coming on the show. It was a pleasure, absolute pleasure. We we gotta have you back on because you hit some stuff that I feel like we would definitely have a conversation with you about. So that's